Thanks for tuning in to the Diabetes Dish Podcast brought to you by DiabeticLifestyle.com. Here's your host, Maureen Connolly. Listeners, I've got a great guest joining me today, especially for those of you who are NFL fans or listeners of the 18-year-long running national radio talk show, Mike and Mike on ESPN Radio. Mike Golick, welcome to Diabetes Dish. Thank you. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. So you were diagnosed with type 2 diabetes 15 years ago, if I have this right, uh, at age 39. And it was it was during a routine blood test. Um you, you know, I, I've read that you had no symptoms, which I think is, is interesting because this happens uh, more often than people think. So tell me, what was your initial reaction to getting this news? Well, I mean, I, I, I wasn't overly shocked. My, my father had type 2 diabetes. He was diagnosed in his early 40s. I was as well, 39, early 40s, right in that area. But he was diagnosed then as well. And he kind of he kind of was a guy who kept things to himself and, um, you know, just dealt with it with my mom. And that was really about it. Didn't really bring anybody else in. So obviously I knew he had it. So and when I was done playing football in my early thirties, I had gained some weight and then started losing some weight and, you know, would have my yearly checkup. And then it was, you know, right around 40, early forties that I was diagnosed with, with type two diabetes. And I, I, while I was, you know, somewhat surprised. I wasn't overly shocked because, you know, my dad had been diagnosed right around that same age. So I did, I, I knew that I obviously had to start to deal with this. And, and that's when I, you know, jumped into the plan I jumped into. And did you think like, I mean, at the time, I know you're a big guy, you're tall. Um, is it six foot five? You're... Yes. Yeah. So were you overweight at the time or did you feel like your diet played a role? Well, I mean, I don't know if it was my diet. I'm sure probably played some role, but my dad having it, I'm sure, and the doctors can explain that as well. I'm sure that the uh, my dad having it played played right. a role as well. I know I know there's a lot of people that think that you know people diagnosed with type two diabetes, it's it's their own fault. They just eat poorly and boom and boom they have it. You know, and there's there's a lot more to it with that, as I said, with my dad being diagnosed as well. But I, I listen. I was big when I played. I finished playing at about 300 pounds and. I went up to about 320 after that. It was not great weight, and I was losing weight when I was diagnosed. But you know, I was still, I, I think, you know, uh, uh, heavier than I needed to be. Uh, but as far as just what caused it, I'm, I'm certainly not the person to ask that of what's going to cause that in my body. Yeah, and I know on Diabetic Lifestyle, we do, you know, certainly talk a lot about the role that genetics plays. So um, it's definitely, you know, kind of like the perfect storm, right? You have a family history age uh, or aging and then diet and lifestyle um, so so now we're, we're very clear about that on the site that that's something that um, you know there are a lot of factors typically involved so I guess in this 15-year period you've been able to successfully manage your type 2 diabetes but uh, I, I'm wondering you know has this always been the case and if so or if not what kind of lifestyle changes do you feel like really helped you yeah, no, it hasn't really been, always been the case. I mean, what what I did, though, that was a little different than my dad, and I certainly don't blame my dad for it. It was the way, you know, he handled that in, in, in at his time. And my thought was when I was diagnosed, I'm going to I'm going to be very public about it and bring everybody into it. I'm a I'm a sports guy, so I relate everything to sports. And so, you know, my doctor now became my head coach and my teammates became my family. And that's how I wanted to, to, to deal with it. And, you know, it's talking with your doctor 
It's, it's him laying out a game plan for you of talking to you about what can happen if you don't deal with this the right way, how you can deal with the right way through medications and, you know, through diet and exercise. So then it's just finding the right combination. And so, you know, my numbers, I think like a lot of people's at times can go up and down until you find that right combination. And, you know, that was, again, in my early 40s, I'm 54, and, and, and one of the medications I, I changed to a bit ago was in Volcana. I saw a commercial, and I asked the doctor about it, and, and he switched me over to that. And, and, and my A1C has been as good as it's ever been. And I, my numbers feel good. I've been eating well. I've been moving. And I, I, my weight is down to 240 pounds. That's what I was. That's why I played football in high school. So I, I, feel, I feel great right now, and I'm really kind of on a good path. And, you know, a lot has to do with, I think, in Volcan, a lot has to do uh, with, you know, in partnering with Janssen Pharmaceuticals and help giving me a voice to other people because I like being public about it. Um, I, I, Icanimagine.com is a great website where my story is on there where there's a great guide for people to use on how to talk to their doctor, questions to ask their doctor. So to, to me, that's the key to all this. If you do get diagnosed with type 2 diabetes is get that plan, have that plan, and it starts with talking to your doctor and finding out the right way to talk to your doctor and then including people close in your life around you so everybody is on the same page with steps that need to be taken. Yeah, and I think that's a good point that you make about, you know, really talking to your doctor. I, I know a lot of people, they get intimidated, you know what I mean? They act like, okay, the doctor's saying this, and I, I think I understand what she or he just said, you know, and you leave the office and you go home, and you're like, okay, wait, what am I what am I talking about here, right? So don't be afraid to ask questions and get really clear on what it is um, that you're dealing with. Well, I, I think without a doubt, you know, yeah. I, I think you have to, to – to find out the right question, doctor, you can ju you jump in and let me know. I mean, you, you, you find out the right questions to ask, and I, I think you can on that website, on ICanImagine.com, and, and it can help the process along and not waste a lot of time, correct? Yeah, and, and after your visit, you want to make sure that that patient has all their questions answered. And then, you know, in that next three or four months, what are the one or two things I want to work on that we, we know that we can tangibly achieve in the next three months and set some goals? Okay. Yeah, I just want to say to our listeners, we have Dr. Anderson here. And um, are, so are you an endocrinologist? I am an internist with a specialist in diabetes. Okay, great. Uh, and so, yeah, that's that's good advice. Um, and I guess, you know, you, I like also that you referenced your, your children, you know, your family as being your teammates. And so you have three children, all of whom have gone through Notre Dame uh, and were athletes, uh, two football players. And uh, your daughter was a swimmer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I, I guess, do you have advice for people, uh, you know, athletes in particular, whether they be at college or playing professionally um, in terms of dealing with their diabetes? Well, I mean, I, I, again, when I was playing, even in college in the pros, you know, I, I wasn't diagnosed to the forties. I mean, you just, you kind of, I, I think one thing that's so much better now than when I was playing is, is athletes take so much better care of themselves. I was, uh, you know, when I was playing, it was one of those where I kind of eat what I wanted because I knew I was going to work it off and sweat a lot as I was training. Athletes today, they are unbelievable. I mean, a lot of them, quite honestly, have chefs that prepare them meals. There's so much better information nutritionally about what to eat and the best fuel for their body. 
the biggest thing, at least from my sport, is I think we have to understand is when we have to bulk up. Like my, my sons, one was an offensive lineman. He finished playing at about 310 pounds. You know, within months he was down to 270, 260. I mean, we have to you have to understand that we had to be at that weight to play. But when we're done playing, we don't have to be at that weight for life. That's not not the healthy place to be. So you start to come down from that. And I think uh, athletes are much smarter today about that. They're much smarter today about their entire careers and their nutrition values, let alone even after they're playing in the shape that they get in. Yeah. And, um, you know, but at the same time, you know, I mean, that's great advice. But also if you're you know, not playing professionally uh, or at, co- at the college level, just daily life and dealing with diabetes, which, you know, most of our readers and listeners uh, fall into that group. Um, I, I like kind of the balance. I think you referenced like, you know, yeah, my diet for the most part, I try and eat healthy. But if I'm going to have, you know, wings during a football game, then I'm I guess, you know, you're not going to deny yourself, but you're you're into portion control. Right. I, listen, it's. I look at it the same as somebody says for getting type 2 diabetes for a moment. They say they're just overweight and want to lose weight. The word diet is an outdated word. I mean, you, it's, it's a lifestyle. You know, you have, to, you have to eat properly. You have to manage life properly with working out. And, yeah, do, do you – listen, on my show, I, people have seen me eat donuts at times. I mean, I, 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 I eat some bad things occasionally, but – I'm a 90, 95 to 5 to 10% split on good food and bad food. It's all in moderation. But so even if you're just trying to lose weight or you're trying to deal with type 2 diabetes, it's, a, it's about your lifestyle. It's not just about, well, I'm going to diet for two months and, boy, everything's going to be okay after that. It doesn't work that way, whether it's type 2 diabetes or whether it's just trying to lose weight. It is the lifestyle that you choose to lead, and that's one of the reasons – I like getting other people involved, get everybody on the same page of the goal we're looking for instead of trying to do it myself. So when you say get everybody involved at home, you know, are you guys about cooking healthy meals? Do you do it together? Oh, yeah. Listen, I mean, I go to the, whether my wife goes to the grocery store or I go with her, I mean, we, we pick out the right foods for me. When the kids are around at home, we've always worked out together. I work out a lot with my, my, my wife. And my kids had to, they're done playing now. Now they're 27, the boys are 27 and 26. But, you know, and I got diagnosed in my 40s. So, but still they understand that they need to keep their weight down. They need to live a healthy lifestyle. So it just kind of gets ingrained with what we buy and how we go about our life and we check in on each other, you know, with, you know, every now and then, how are you eating? How do you feel? You know, and when you go see the doctor, what does the doctor say in your yearly checkups is, is just to be cognizant of, of where we are at our points in life. Yeah, great. And so when you say you exercise, like what's your favorite type of exercise? I, I, I work out at a place called Orange Theory Fitness. It, it, it's like treadmill rower, TRX band, some body weight stuff, less stress on my joints because I had a decent amount of operations when I was playing. So this works for me. It's cardio, it's strength, it keeps me moving. And it, it, that's also helped along with my, my food intake, helping me drop my weight and, and feel like I'm in great shape. I do it three to four times a week. But even before I was doing that, I was a big walker. I mean, as, as, as far as I would just take my dogs for a walk in the woods. I mean, that's the one thing I, I, I'd like to say as well to people is when you say, you know, healthy lifestyle involves working out, it doesn't, doesn't always have to mean joining a gym and running on a treadmill and lifting heavy weights. It could mean going out and walking, you know, do it, starting out with that and building from that. You know, it's where you are in your life and what you're able to do. 
Yeah, that's a great message and a great note to end on. So I, I want to thank you so much for being here. Um, and listeners, you can go to diabeticlifestyle.com and, uh, you know, check out more of our podcasts. And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Bye.